0: That's good stuff, First Samuel chapter eighteen, verse one, and it came to pass when he had made an end of speaking unto Saul that the soul of Jonathan was knit with the soul of David, and Jonathan loved him as his own soul, and Saul took him that day and would let him go no more home to his father's house. Then Jonathan and David made a covenant because he loved him as his own soul. And Jonathan stripped himself of the robe that was upon him and gave it to David and his garments, even to his sword and to his bow and to his girdle. And I want to start a series today entitled The Knitting of Hearts. Write it down, The Knitting of Hearts. You can write for a subtitle, Developing Healthy and lasting relationships. The knitting of hearts. Developing healthy and lasting relationships. Um, This may seem like a a very um, insignificant area to teach in a local church setting, but we believe here at Lifeline Church to teach where people live. And, 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 And we believe in equipping people to have and enjoy life And part of that good life, part of enjoying life, is relational prosperity. Um, We desire success in relationships, so we attempt to relate as we think we should, but most of us have not had um, the proper impartation regarding relationships. So we work hard at having good relationships, but the struggle seems to be inevitable um, because we lack understanding, I believe, in this area. Go to Proverbs chapter number four. I'm going to take my time. It's going to be about a two to three week series here, but it's going to help you. We're going to dispel in this series all of the street knowledge we receive regarding relationships. That's been keeping us going in circles and not having success. Some of you, even this year, it's only March, beginning of, uh, beginning of April, and you have been in relationships. You've been in about six or seven already this year and you wonder what keeps happening, what's the problem, something's wrong with everybody, we're going to help you figure out and gain understanding um, regarding this area of relationships. Proverbs 4 and 7 says, with wisdom is a principal thing, therefore get wisdom. And with all thy getting, get understanding. Understanding, write this down, is divine comprehension that enables you to produce what you want at will. Understanding is divine comprehension. That enables you to produce what you want at will. Again, it is divine comprehension that enables you to produce what you want at will. So, with understanding, we have the ability to produce healthy, lasting, listen at this, and fruitful relationships. So, we've lacked understanding. We've also lacked relational purpose. Write that down. Relational purpose. Some of us don't even know why we're in most of the relationships that we're in right now. We don't even know. We can't answer the why. And, and purpose is simply the reason for a thing. It is the why of a thing. And we already, already know that where um, that, that abuse is certain when you don't know what the purpose is. And so, so how much, if we ask ourselves, how much relational abuse have we caused? And how much have we received? Because we didn't have understanding and we didn't know the purpose of it. So I want to camp around this for a couple of weeks here. Um, And I want you to purpose in your hearts or to be open to receive relational um, understanding and relational purpose from this teaching series. It's, It's time we begin to prosper relationally. Uh, Most of us have went around the same circles for too long. Um, the, 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 The truth you need to first understand is that we all need relationships. Write that down. Because there is this notion from past hurts and past disappointments that I don't need nobody. I don't need. I can do this by myself. I don't need no spouse. I don't need no friends. I'm good. I'm great. I don't need nobody. No, you need relationships. That's not my opinion. It's Bible. You need them because you were made for them. You need relationships because you were made for relationships. You were made for them. Nobody was meant to be an island or alone or solo. You were meant, even if you're not called to be married, because some of you are not, you may not be called to be married, um, but there's very few. Uh, but if you're not called to be married, you're still called to have some degree of relationship. You're not meant to be alone. Um, 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 look at Genesis chapter number two. Turn there. And whenever I do new teachers, seems like I got to, I got to really plow a little bit, but I'm, I'm going to do this and we're going to get to where we got to get. Genesis chapter 2, um, and I got it here in the message Bible, verse number 18. Say, I need relationships. I need relationship. Say it loud. I need say, I was, made for I was made for relationships. Genesis 2, verse 18. God said, Who said it? God. Who said it? God. God said, It's not good for man to be alone. I'll make him a helper, a companion. And so we always usually hear this scripture read in the context of marriage. Look at the principle of it. God made Adam. God gave Adam a clear assignment. And then God told Adam, hey, I don't think it's good that you carry this out by yourself. And so in that whole passage lies the purpose of relationship. It is help. Say help. God made Adam a helper. He made Adam a companion. He made Adam a support. He made Adam a confidant. He made Adam a friend, a linking, a connecting of hearts to help each other walk out the plan and purpose of God for their lives you got to get back to God's intent for relationships you don't hook up because we like the same color shoes or we get our head on at the same beauty shop or we like the same kind of movies that ain't why you hook up because if it's not God founded at some point you may get jealous about each other's shoes or don't go to the same shop and then you break off now you got to build something else and that's why every six days you got a new BFF because it's not built biblically It is a connecting of hearts and God does that. God does that. Relationship was God's idea not our idea. It was God's idea. He says Adam here is your assignment in the earth realm and I don't think that it's good that you do it by yourself so I'm going to initiate God's going to do it. I'm going to initiate for you help I'm going to start the process. I'm going to make a presentation. I'm going to bring somebody before you. Not just in marriage. You need relationships. Say amen to that. And it is, it is the will of the enemy that we struggle in this area. Never get into a place of total victory and success in this area. Go to Ecclesiastes chapter number 4. Let me walk my way through this. Pay close attention. Don't leave. I know you're still sitting there, but some of y'all be sitting there, but you already be gone. You're already at the restaurant, seeing what you're going to order. Stay here. They never said, stay here. Mm-hmm. You've been sitting somewhere, but your mind was somewhere else. And you sat through the whole sermon and said, what pastor preach about? Well, girl, you know, I, there was something about some relationships. I know I heard that part. Ecclesiastes chapter four, verse number nine, two are better than one. Put it on the screen. Two are better than one because they have a good reward for their labor. For if they fall, one will lift up his companion. But woe to him who is alone when he falls, for he has no one to help. There's that word. No one to help him up. Woe to them that is alone. God is not in the business of you being alone and lonely. Even in Psalm 68, he says, I put the lonely in families look at it, Psalm 68 verse 6 he says, I place the lonely inside of families, so even in this season where you may be trying to recover or restore or, or reconcile with your blood family, God will put you in the family of God to strengthen you and encourage you while you fix that it's never God's will that you cut folk off and leave them. and just, this is my church family, skip my uncle, skip my brother, the devil is a liar, he's in the business of reconciliation and restoration and restoring what the devil said couldn't be restored yeah. Say amen to that. Look at this health study. There's a study done um, by Harvard Medical School and they found this out. It says the more friends people have, the more relationships people have, the less likely they were to develop physical impairments as they aged. And the more likely they were to lead a joyful life. Look at what the study concluded. It said not having close relationships confidence was as detrimental to your health as smoking and you do know smoking is detrimental to your health do you not it ain't got to be spiritual it it, it causes cancer I lost the whole church everybody smoke I I didn't mean to. okay here's the deal here's the deal I'm trying to be funny even if you do smoke you can stop there is a grace for you to quit say amen to that so God made us for relationships man at his very core is a social being that's why we like social media so much we like Facebook we like Twitter we like Instagram, we like Snapchat whatever other chat that you're on you like all of it because you're able to be sociable you can even not be yourself you can post what you're not and who you're not Because the way society is made it's almost impossible for you to be on an island by yourself. We're always meeting new people and making new friends. But listen to this. Write this down. The key to lasting and successful relationships revolve around the understanding of friendship. Hear this. Write it down. The key to lasting and successful relationships revolve around the understanding of friendship, the discernment of friendship, the, the insight, the awareness, the assessment. Listen, listen, the divine capacity to distinguish. The key to lasting and successful relationships revolve around the understanding of friendship we got to understand, people of God, that every relationship does not contain a friendship dynamic. Hear me, hear me, hear me. It does not contain a friendship dynamic. Every relational connection you make in life is not worthy of the friend status. Hear me good this morning. It's like children. Children don't get this. When they're little, they're six, seven, they're five. Everybody's their friend. You take them to the playground. They've been there for five minutes. They run off to the monkey bars or golf to the sandbox and they come back to get a drink of water and they said, I got to go back to my friend. Then they come back and say, can my friend come to our house or can I go to my friend's house? They don't understand that baby you just met Linda. You just met little Lucius. That's not your friend yet. And it's okay for children not to understand that. It's something wrong when you're 35, 45, 50, and you want to bring everybody home, and everybody's your friend, and you want to go to everybody's house. You got to understand that every relational connection does not carry a friendship dynamic. Say Amen. I know Facebook got us calling everybody our friends But half the folk you know on Facebook Ain't your friend That's why you spend most of your time unfollowing and unliking Because when you you hit accept friend You didn't know they was cussing all the time Or they always drinking on Facebook Or they always naked on Facebook Uh, 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 uh. So you spend most of your time unfollowing folk that you followed Because they weren't your friend in the first place You have nothing in common You don't even know her Her Facebook picture is her booty Why did you even like it? That's why we end relationships we end up on the opposite end of it. And we say something like this. If you said this before, um, after some went down, some happened, y'all weren't together no more, you one friends no more. He says, I thought we were friends. You find yourself saying that before? Because you went into something without the proper impartation, which is what we're going to get from this teaching. Well, I thought the Bible said we got to be friends with everybody. That's not what the Bible says. The Bible says to show yourself Friendly as believers we should be kind and welcoming and pleasant and gracious and approachable and live in peace with all men but everybody, excuse my English, ain't your friend friendship is is a noble and virtuous attachment listen this this is deep it's good stuff I'm giving you it's a noble and virtuous attachment friendship comes from a pure place of respect for worth and agreeable and likable qualities a pure place of respect for worth and agreeable and likable qualities you meet somebody even for the first time because friendship takes long to develop but sometimes the seed can be planted in an instant you meet somebody, y'all go to lunch you meet them at church and you go home and get in the car and say you know what I think she cool, I think we can be friends cause something hit your spirit even right on I, I got bible on it just hold on, I got bible on it it is a mutual attachment that seeks to promote the happiness and prosperity of the other. Write it down. A mutual attachment. I love this. That seeks to promote the happiness and prosperity, in that, prosperity is the purpose, is the assignment of the other. This is friendship. Nothing in here about shoes and movies and pizza and pepperoni. And, and football, none of that's in here. Praise God for all it, and, and it's a part of it and it comes. But this is the foundation of it. And this is why you see people and every, you know people every season they got a new best friend. You, you, last week you was hanging out with Linda. Now you're hanging out with Brenda. Now you're hanging out with Fender. Yes, every week it's somebody different. And, and everybody's tight. Y'all tight. Y'all tight. How you get that tight in three days? friendship is costly. Write this down. Friendship is rare. It's rare. It's rare. You show me somebody that got 18 to 25 covenant friends, ah, it gives me pause. I don't understand that. Because in your lifetime, you'll be blessed if you land two covenant friends. Cause it takes almost a lifetime to develop. It's continually developing and investing. It doesn't happen overnight. Yeah. You don't meet me at Cabo and now we're the best of friends. It don't happen like that. You don't even know my last name. <laughs> T- Again, the children do. You know, have kids coming out, and they come and they've been out there playing, and, and they say, I can, I can, "Can I go down there to such such house?" It's like, um, "What it I don't know? What's my name? I don't know. What house is it? I don't know." That's my friend though. No, it's not. Jaden, what's his name? I don't know his name. You don't know his name? (laughs) Friendship is genuine. It's authentic. Friendship is not reached overnight. Although the seed can be planted in one moment. I'll show you this in a minute. First Samuel. But it's not reached overnight. It is a commitment to continually invest of your time your emotions and your personal preciousness this is very important because some of you are putting yourself in a line of fire because you are giving what's precious to people that are not in covenant with you and friendship is you investing your personal preciousness that means I'm willing to invest in your happiness at my expense and you don't do that with everybody that's why we always hurt and we always mad and people always using us and abusing us and running over us because you don't have the proper impartation of friendship. And you are giving what's precious to everybody. Everybody don't deserve your precious time. Everybody don't deserve your precious I'm telling you the truth. Everybody deserve love and the hug praise the Lord but not my preciousness. You don't sit on the phone and cry with everybody. Y'all, 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 okay. Friendship is a voluntary exposing of oneself for the sake of relating, for the sake of bonding, for the sake of being close, for the sake of closeness. It It is a voluntary exposing of oneself for the sake of relating, closeness, and bonding. Friendship is the binding of soul. Ooh! I wish somebody had told me that a long time ago. It's the binding of soul. So what you're saying reverend preacher is that everybody on my Facebook list, they're not my friend. Everybody in my phone is not my friend. Well then who are they then reverend? Let me give you four things that they are. Let me give you four levels here. Number one They just may be contacts. That's why your phone says contacts. Because that's what they are. It's just people that you are aware of. You didn't choose them. They didn't choose you. You don't know them personally. You may know them through somebody. You may have seen them at church. You may have crossed paths with them at some time in life. But they are simply contacts. There's no dealings. You don't hang with them. You don't go out with them. Um, um, um you, you, it may be Jason Mitchell. You see him up here leading the worship and you figure, oh, that's my friend from church. That's not your friend. That's the guy that leads worship at your church. He's a contact. You don't know him. Say contacts most of what we're in relationship with is simply contacts and that's why you're always so hurt because when it comes down to preciousness you expect preciousness from contacts and they can't produce that. they can't provide that <laughs> number two if we're not contacts they're simply connections or you can call them associates they're connections Folk, you know, but listen, it's based in past or present community. It's based in common objective. Um, you work with them, you go to, you, you, you go to school with them, um, um, but that's pretty much it. You ever been in class, college, whatever, high school, and there's people you thought was like, yo, ace school, but then after school you never heard from them again? because the connection was school, the connection was work and when you run running to them at the Jewel or the Aldi's or the Zare or the Venture and, and y'all meet in the aisle and you look, li- y'all remember Zare and Venture y'all you see come on, you see that Weeboat and Woolworth you, you, you Montgomery, Ward, come on here y'all ain't that old y'all you have been in the store, no really, and ran into somebody that you knew from school or somewhere and and, and, and you see them and say, hey, oh, that cool. go cool. Linda, hey, how you doing? Hey, how you doing? I think this they, thing's been great, yeah. Uh. <laughs> and it kind of gets awkward because there's nothing left after that. It's like, okay, walk off please. People um, <laughs> just kind of smiling and trying to get out the aisle and But you thought when y'all was in school, y'all was inseparable, y'all was that's my girl, that's my guy. That was because of school. That's because of work. You, you didn't choose them, you work with them. You was in, when you go to sign up for school, you don't say, I don't want to in my class, I only want to in my class. You don't get to choose that. Whoever comes in there, you may even get partnered with somebody to do a project. You ain't got to know them. So those are connections. And once you finish the basic catching up at the jewel, there's nothing there. And some of y'all, when you see them, you go the other way. You'd have ran your cart into the sugar, you'd have knocked down the, the flower off the rack, trying to get out the aisle. Come on, come on, girl. Mama, can I come on here? We got to get out of here. You, you dashing through the parking lot like trying to escape somebody. Because nine times out of 10, somebody thinks they're covered and they're just a connection like I ain't got time to be talking with her every time she want to go through all that I ain't got nothing coming with her and so your dealings with these people are, are they, they come out of placement and task we work together with to school together we'll go to church together and then number three may be casual companions you got contacts that's just regular folk you don't know these people connections you might work with them go to school with them you know, um, your son play on a basketball team, that's one of the parents. Your daughter, Chewie, that's one of the moms. You know, after the season's over, you don't see them no more. They've been on your phone for eight years, you ain't called them, text them. It's only because of that task. You have nothing in common. Yeah. Then you have, you have number three, casual companions. There, there is some form of exchange or fellowship outside of the common objective, which is school, work, like I just said. Um, we enjoy some of the same things. Um, our companions are who we are because we attract who we are. Um, we, we have some of the same recreational enjoyments and, and obligations even. So these are companions. A little bit more detailed than just a connection. Um, they reflect our lives because all that I'm involved in, these people are involved in that too. So we have a casual companionship. But these change with life seasons. Here we go. Sometimes you grow out of these relationships. But the problem comes when you're trying to hold on to what you've grown out of. Because who you are today ain't who you were last year. And so some of the folk that was in your last year can't be with you in this year. Although we were companions back then and we did this and did that and we did this, things have changed. Somebody's growing. And, and sometimes you got to learn how to unfollow people in real life. So what you unfollow me on Facebook? Unfollow me in real life. Not, not, nothing harsh, nothing bad. We just moving in different directions now it changed with life seasons anybody got somebody in their life that you know, years ago y'all were really cool but right now it's like when you see them it's kind of awkward it's like ah. but you think back like Man, it was real cool back then Amen. things change, and some of you are trying to force things trying to force relationships and, and, and you've outgrown them and don't let the devil beat you up cause you've outgrown somebody Amen. now I'm talking I'm ta- about friendship I ain't talking about your husband or your wife let me settle that right now. I, I knew it. I knew it. I, 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 come on. I knew it. I, I, I grew Lucious, I knew it. It was something. Passes head this morning. Uh-uh. 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 That's yours, baby. Because young know, people take your message and fit it to them. The Lord spoke this morning, he revealed to me. Through the message. That I'll grow people. Well, oh, that's your spouse. And see, the reason, the reason we have these issues, even when it comes to marriage, is because people are married but they're not friends. And I told you, the key to lasting relationships is friendship. Understanding friendship. How can you be married but not friends? That's why right, this is that's why I hear this all the time. And it is a lie. This is the biggest lie I hear. We divorced, we separated, but we the best of friends. Now that is a lie. We bought it, but it's a lie. Because if you were the best of friends and understood friendship and purpose, you'd work that thing out. Love covers everything. But you couldn't, th- there was no friendship. And I'm gonna tell you what all this is. I'm help you with this. So you have to cover your companions and dealings arise out of enjoyment and recreation. Then you have number four. Very rare. Everybody has them, but not, you don't have a whole lot. You don't have a bag of them. Covenant friends. Ooh, I love this. This is your innermost circle. And see, we begin, we, we didn't have revelation, so we, we start using the word, especially in church, of cliques. Going on with that. Don't Just because I have an inner circle, I mean, I got a click. Jesus had Peter, James, and John. Jesus. And Jesus won clickish. He was a friend of sinners. He sat with the multitudes. He sat with the seventy and the twelve. But when it came down to it, it was Peter, James, and John. Hey, come on, go with me down here. Go pray for this woman. Come on, go with me. Go over here and pray. Come on, go with me. I'm walking over here. Come on, go with me. That was his inner circle. And if your inner circle you need a greyhound bus to fit him something's wrong <laughs> this my inner circle it's 30 of y'all wait a minute <laughs> because here's the thing and I'm going to get to this too I talked about investment you can't have all these covenant friends you can't properly invest I can't invest in 500 covenant friends somebody not going to get the best of me I going to get the best of them y'all quiet up in here developing covenant friends is intentional it's not accidental we just kind of fell up on oh we're going to be no it's intentional just like when when, 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 when Jonathan um, overheard David talking to Saul some, some clicked on him he said that's, that's my friend that's going to be my friend and although it took time to develop and they became the best of friends the seed was planted at that moment and, and it was proven because they broke covenant Oh, we're going to hit this we're going to hit this it sometimes takes years to develop this degree of covenant covenant in friendship and families are aware of and connected to covenant friends if your family don't know who your covenant friends are they ain't your covenant friends when you have different events the family know oh jimmy going jimmy coming because that's covenant oh sarah going to be going to add her to the list too she coming and if the time, you're bringing your friend over here again, there's something wrong. <laughs> Covenant friends are held to the highest standard. 99% of them are, are, are it will always be um, 99.9% like-minded believers. They transcend times and seasons in life, which means that they're forever. Everything. Everything. They're part of it. They're aware of it. They support it. They undergird it. They pray. The good and the bad. These are covenant friends. When there's a loss of a loved one. When you get promotions. When you graduate. They're there for everything. Birth of your baby. All of it. They're there. It transcends times and seasons. Yes. It's covenant friendship. Through it all. And edification remains a constant. Even through normal relationship frustrations. Because most folk, when I'm frustrated with you, I'm through with you. And if you break up with your friend every week, something's wrong. If y'all ain't talking every week, something's wrong. Covenant friends get on your nerves, but they're still your girl, they're still your guy. Even when you don't enjoy them, you're okay with having them around. That's covenant. You didn't got on my nerve, girl. I'm about to go. You ain't got to go. Come on, sit down and get some food. Because <laughs> here's the thing. Here's the thing. I don't care how in covenant you are, you're going to get on each other's nerve at some point because you're human. And you're different. And you're unique. And there's going to be something you do that I ain't going to like at some point. And it don't mean we ain't friends. It don't mean I don't love you. Are oh, y'all about to listen to me. hmm. <laughs> Some of y'all evaluating in your head, like, wait a minute, let me, you going on your list. You're you going, yeah. Linda, Lucius, Boo Kitty. Duh, you know. <laughs> I know you're watching, I know you're watching. I know you're watching. That's why you're going to be at church on Wednesday night, I got you. You're watching Empire, they be trying to build your own Empire. Come on here, say amen. <laughs> Even when you don't enjoy them, you're okay with them being around. You didn't get my nerve, but go over there and sit down and get some ice cream. And your dealings arise out of a out of covenant, out of the covenant promise that I am there. Only covenant friends can inconvenience you like that. It's like you go out your way, round the clock, up late, up early picking up, dropping off, talking, crying. Only covenant friends. You're just a girl. You, you, you know you better believe you're a friend, right? Because I don't do this for everybody else, and you shouldn't be. It's preciousness. First time you're 18, turn there. I got, I got two minutes. Come on, I got to quit. Covenant always involves exchange. Here's how you know when covenant has been broken, there is an exchange. If you always got to prompt your covenant people so-called to support and, 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 and undergird you and pray, some is wrong because that comes with the package. Amen. You ain't got to ask me to pray. You ain't got to call me and say, I'll pick you up in the spirit because it's spiritual it's spiritual the reason Jonathan we just read in 1st in, in Samuel the reason Jonathan said ah something is there because he heard Jonathan, he heard David talking to his daddy Saul because he says after he had finished talking with Saul he heard that what did he hear he didn't hear I like beef with fries I like cheese I like cheese with beef too oh yeah we are gonna be friends I, no he didn't hear that we good friends. We like the same stuff. She like a the shop there, I shop there. She like that. Like, And that's all cool. Nothing wrong with that. But Jonathan heard David expressing his heart to Saul. A man after God's own heart. A man of war. A man of action. He heard David expressing his vision and his passion and his calling and his grace. He heard David talking about all things God had done through his life. And, and, and Jonathan said, ooh. That's me. There's a connection there. Boom, and he loved, uh, there was an immediate seed sown. Bible says, and he loved David like he loved himself. And then a couple verses down, then he broke covenant with him. junk that was next in line to be king. We're going to talk about this next week. It, this gets deeper than we going to the show. It's much deeper than you going to the show. Through this series, I gotta quit, man. Through this series, this this is all those relationships and friendship it's gonna strengthen your marriage. Because a lot of you are married and you you desire friendship with your spouse, and they said, "No, go on, you go and have your own friends," and that's great. But we are the first covenant friend. Yeah. No, nah, I need my, I need my independence. Well, you should have stayed single. You shouldn't have got married then. Because my friend is her friend. Her friend is my friend. And if she don't, don't, get, don't help me go marry life one, y'all. If she do want me to have no friend, I don't have that friend. Y'all quiet, I just lost you. She don't have that right. I'm a grown man. You should have stayed single then. If she said, I don't want you hanging with Lucius, that's the end of that. Y'all quiet? I'm going to go this side. Y'all looking at me like... He, he, he could sit ah Now he was good till he got to that piece. <laughs> friendship. The key to relationships, to lasting and successful relationships is understanding friendship. If there's no friendship, there's no relationship. Some of y'all skipped friendship and went to relationship and wonder why it keeps crumbling and why it keeps changing every week. Because you didn't get the foundation and it wasn't built properly. Jonathan said, "Mm, our hearts are knitted. God knitted the heart. It it surpassed jealousy and sarcasm and and suspicion. All that goes out of the window when it's covenant. I'm going to give you some things next week that's going to lock this in for you. But today, I got to stop. You go home and you check your list. And if you got more than three covenant friends, check it again. Put them in the right category. Contacts, come on, connections, companions, covenant friends. If you do it right, I bet your covenant friend list be very, very, very little. If anybody be on there at all. See, it ain't that they're hurting you, you ain't guarding your heart. You put all of your preciousness on the table for contacts. They don't know how to treat it. They don't know how to treat it. They don't know how to treat it. It's like, it's like, it's like, it's like buying children wrong gifts at the wrong time. Yeah. They can't appreciate it. Yeah. So you, you, I, I paid $400 for that and they tore it up in five minutes. Yeah. Now mad. <laughs> gonna talk, I'm you mad. I said, you you're gonna tear it up? Well, he's three. You bought him a car. He didn't need no car. He, oh, was right. <laughs> Amen. he Amen. wasn't ready for that. He can't appreciate that. So he took a hammer to it. He beat it up. He busted the ties. Some of you have been in relationship abuse because there was no friendship to found it. Are you getting this? I ain't got but two weeks on this series, and I'm done, so don't miss it. Give God praise for the world.